Close your eyes and try to imagine yourself being truly happy. I don't mean just a superficial happiness where you can smile and feel good for a moment and then return to your worries. No. I'm talking about a deep sense of happiness that brings balance and fulfillment to your life. Yes, that's it. What would your life look like if you had that sort of happiness? Hi, I'm Lisa Duffy with lisaduffy.com, and today I'd like to welcome you to another edition of the Journey of Hope podcasts. Today my special guest is pastor, retreat leader, radio show host, and theology of the body expert, Father Thomas Loya. He's one of the many powerful and inspirational speakers who will be at the Journey of Hope Conference for Divorce Recovery next August. In this podcast, he's going to be talking about that life-changing happiness I was just describing and how you can experience it. Father Thomas Loya is currently the pastor of Annunciation of the Mother of God, Byzantine Catholic Parish in Homer Glen, Illinois. He's also the host of two radio programs, Light of the East, which can be heard in more than 60 cities across the United States on several Catholic radio networks, including EWTN Radio, as well as A Body of Truth, which is broadcast on an internet radio site, catholicradiointernational.com. Father Loya has degrees in art and design, sacred theology, and a master's degree in counseling and human services. He served the church in youth and young adult ministry, as well as an artist and design consultant. He's directed many retreats and has been a guest speaker at several conventions, including World Youth Day 2002. Using his background in art, counseling, and Eastern Catholic spirituality, Father Loya brings the principles of theology of the body deep into the lived experience of every aspect of human sexuality. Now, here's my conversation with Father Thomas. Father Thomas, would you tell us how you came to do the work that you're doing today with theology of the body? Well, this subject, I always knew all of, all of my life, actually, and certainly as I got into um, in adulthood, adulthood, and then into the seminary and so on, Lisa, I always was fascinated by the, uh, by this, well, what we now know is that St. John Paul II called it the spells of mystery. I know that there was something about this whole world of complementarity. I know there was something fundamental about this whole male-female thing and why behind it, how it worked, and so on. And I saw that it was under attack as well. I know there was something very, very wrong about that because then there was something very, very valuable, important, and fundamental about the fact that God really wove complementarity through the entire order of creation, and most particularly, of course, the human person as male and female. So I would do a lot of my own reading on it and so like that. And then along came St. John Paul II, and I was a seminarian in Rome, and people sometimes ask me where I learned the theology of the body. My answer is, quite frankly, at the Master's feet. Nice. I, I would go and listen to his talk every Wednesday live in person as he, nice. taught, as he taught theology of the body there in Rome. In fact, I was there at St. Peter's Square when he was shot. Wow. So this is where I, I, I began hearing this, and I thought, my goodness, this pope, is, a pope is talking about 
something that is very dear and near to my heart. And I didn't think he would say the things he said about, you know, human sexuality. You know, all the wonderful things, but the fact that he was addressing it this deeply, I thought was marvelous. And I kept listening to the talks. And when I got home, back from Rome, but, you know, home, and it was ordained a priest, and I was, I was in a bookstore one day, a Catholic bookstore, and I saw this book on the shelf. It said, Theology of the Body. And I picked it up, and I started leaping through it, and I recognized these are the talks I heard in Rome. <laughs> nice. the, little did I know that they were put into a, like a book form. And then I, I heard Christopher West, and then I was talking one time with, uh, uh, her name is Anastasia Northrup, and she was putting together a Theology Body conference, and I was just talking to her, and she said, you know, I think I'd like to have you uh, speak at this conference. So I did, and that was already about, really, golly, about me about 12 years ago or so or more. And that's how I kind of got started. And from that, uh, one thing led to the next, from uh, other speaking engagements to writing to radio shows and, and so on. That's great. And so why do you believe that the theology of the body message is so important for society today? The theology of the body is the answer to all of life's questions. <laughs> it truly is. <laughs> because what John Paul II did was he reached deep into the soul of the church, into into really the the DNA of the whole created order. And what he did was he presented to us the right way to see, the right way to see everything. And this is why it's the answer to everything, because it's not just John Paul's thought. He just put together a way to communicate, you know, a method, a, a delivery system. In fact, Theology Body is the delivery system for the Catholic worldview. And the Catholic worldview is not about a religion. It's about a way of seeing. It's all about seeing. Seeing the invisible God made visible through the physical. And you see that in everything. In other words, how in this physical thing, or even this event, or this person who is a physical thing, how is God revealed? How do we see this thing? What is this thing? What's the why behind it in, in the in terms of the order of creation. So the theology body is teaching us and reminding us how to see, plain and simple, how to see everything. And in this particular case, it's how to see each other, the human person, as man and woman. Like the why behind it. Why are we man and woman? Why are we human? And how, do, how then do we respond to what we see through that vision? In other words, our faith and life is all about seeing the invisible God made visible, and then responding or interfacing with everything we see through that lens. So if man can look at woman and see her through the lens of this, this sacramentalist, I call also the sacramental liturgical, this mystical worldview, that's what theology body was doing, is bringing us back to the mystical. If a man can look, as Adam did to Eve, and Eve did to Adam at the beginning. They looked at each other mystically, sacramentally. That's why they could look at each other naked and without shame, because they saw in each other their totality, the truth about each other, how they both revealed God. And therefore, they responded to each other in the most appropriate and loving way. They respond to all creation that way. Mm -hmm. it, it's all, it's all in seeing correctly and then, then interfacing with what we see through that vision. That's what our faith is about. That's what life is about. And John Paul II came up with a system, a way to help mo the modern person do that. That's why the Theology Body is the answer to all life's questions. 
Well, I think that's so beautiful. And I know that um, about a year ago on one of my blog articles, I had asserted that um, if people, if everybody read this book, The Theology of the Body, this collection of talks that Pope John Paul II gave, and they really reflected on it, then so many of our social ills would just go away. You know, if would, everybody kind of implemented that in their lives. They would all go. They would just dissolve. They would, you know, yeah. you know it, it's like, the theology of the body is like the sun. You know, like the sun uh, will, will, by its brightness, it'll, it'll just fade things out. You know, <laughs> just like it's not yeah. it's bad because it's so bright. It's so beautiful. It fades things out. It fades out the darkness. You know, the sun sort of pushes away the darkness. It was the same thing with the theology of the body. It would literally dissolve all of these issues because the reason why these issues are reigning today as they are is because we lost this view. We don't see mystically. We don't see sacramentally. We, don't see, we have no clue why we're a man, why we're a woman, and how to be that for each other. And John Paul II said, that is the, the question put before modern man. Who will man be for woman? Who will woman be for man? You get that right, you get the whole world right. You get everything right, no matter what you want to talk about. You know, Lisa, I do a lot of talks on a lot of different subjects. Uh, and the environment, the economy, health care, all, lots of things I talk about. Why? Am I an expert in all things? Do I think I'm so smart? No. What I do is I take the, that theology of the body vision and I apply it to any subject, any discipline you want to talk about. And it's amazing how much clarity you can have in any area of life if you look at things correctly. And we don't. We don't have that vision, that view. Even Pope Francis's uh, recent encyclical on, on the environment, mm-hmm. you know, that's what he was doing. If you notice, he quoted John Paul all over that encyclical. What he was doing was he was basically telling us, if you get the right view of the human person, of life and the environment, then we'll have a good environment. We'll have uh, you know, a great mm-hmm. ecology. It's all in how you see it. Do you see the, the earth as sacred, as a gift, as sacramental? Well, if you do, then you can't pollute it. You can't hurt it. You'll take care of it. Same thing with the human person. If you see the human person as revealing God, then you can't hurt that person. You mm-hmm. can't use and abuse them. You will love them. But if you don't see them that way, then there's a limitless number of ways that you will hurt them, abuse them. And this is what's happened to every discipline in life in our times. It has all been abused and misused because we have forgotten how to see. Well, those are definitely powerful words. And I wanted to ask Father Thomas about how all this translates to someone who is suffering because of divorce and trying to rebuild their lives, trying to find a new direction. Now, in regard to someone who is divorced and kind of struggling to find their place in the church and kind of rebuild their life afterward, um, it's a very painful process. And society, I know this from you know personal experience, society does not lead you in a direction that would be consistent with the theology of the body message. I like to call it the culture of divorce because it's a very selfish and an indulgent lifestyle. That's the way of the world and how they want you to find, quote-unquote, find healing. So, you know, for someone who is divorced and knows that really sex is reserved for marriage 
and having a really hard time because they're used to giving themselves in marriage, but now they can't. But everyone around them is doing it. What would be maybe one or two points from theology of the body that you could share with someone in that situation that might be well, helpful? As always, theology of the body to the rescue. I've got all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> and one answer would come from what is a very, very fundamental principle of theology of the body, and that is that magic word gift, the gift of self. We're designed by God, and the, and, and the fact that we are designed sexually tells you, that's, this is what he means by the theology of the body, the language of the body. Our bodies, by the fact that we're designed sexually, means that we're designed to give ourselves away, to give of ourselves. Now, we can give up, we don't stop being sexual. In other words, our bodies don't suddenly change because we're divorced, right? So right. our bodies are still the same, which means they still carry the same language, the same message, and that is gift of self. The best thing anyone can do in any walk of life is to realize how they are to live what John Paul II would call spousally. No, to make that gift of self, and, he's, and, he's, and he quotes Gaudium et Spes 24 from Vatican II, that the only way we find ourselves as human beings is to make a gift of ourselves. So what we have to do is when a person is divorced, uh, they especially have to think not inward, but turn outward. How can I still live in a way where I'm making that gift of self? Because that's the only way I will find my happiness, my fulfillment. Uh, it, it's how do I love? How do I move beyond myself towards others? And, with, and whichever, despite whatever wound we have, whatever walk of life we're in, we can always still live spousally. That's the key. We live by moving out of ourselves, making a gift of ourselves with the gifts God has given us, you know, making it about other people. How do I bring life to others? No matter what my wounds are, yes, I have those wounds, but those wounds will not be healed. They will not be salved by looking inward at them, rather by lo looking outward towards how do I make that gift of self. That's beautiful and, and very soothing, I should say, um, consoling because it is a great difficulty to kind of live your faith when you're suffering in, you know, contrast to the rest of society. So I think that was um, uh, very, very helpful. Um, and I was wondering, what do you enjoy most about the work that you do? I mean, you have a radio show, you are a public speaker, you write books. What do you love about that? What I love about it, Lisa, is, and, and as, a, as a Christian, and uh, that we, we should all desire this, of course, as Christians, but certainly as a priest, above all as a priest, and even above that, as a pastor. <laughs> what I love, what I live for, is to see a person transform before my very eyes. And that happens with the theology of the body. It's incredible to watch a person transform, literally transform before your very eyes. And I was walking away from a talk or a counseling session, a conference like you're going to have, literally walking away from that, a different person. And you see it. You actually see it happening for your eyes. You see the so-called light bulbs. You see the enlightenment. You see the change of heart. You see the aha moments in them. You know, one of those common... Uh, comments after a theology body presentation that I have experienced, and so have others as well. I call it the holy anger. People come up to me and say, where was this 25 years ago in my life? It would have saved me so much hardship, so much pain. 
or they'll say, I'm going to take this to my grandkids or to my children, my adult children. This is the answer, and all my life I waited to hear it. Many people live, especially older people, have lived the theology body in their own way. They just never heard it identified or articulated. Mm-hmm. And it's amazingly affirming for them. So watching people transformed is my greatest joy. Well, that's just really beautiful. And I'm so thrilled that we have this, that I have this myself, because I'm raising teenagers. And, of course, it's on an um, age-appropriate level, but it's so much easier to help them understand the world around them and the the students they go to school with, um, when they understand that you know their body and the way God made them is beautiful, it's for a purpose and it's a gift. So, I think the church was so blessed by this gift from John Paul, and I'm just thrilled that you are continuing this work, continuing to spread this message, and especially that you're going to be at the Journey of Hope conference, which is going to be an amazing talk. But until August, where can listeners find out more about your show, about Tabor Life, and all the great work you're doing? Well, I have a, I have a program called Light of the East, and they can access that on uh, many, many Catholic radio networks, uh, EWTN affiliates all over the country and even out of the country. Also on our website, Byzant- my parish website, byzantinecatholic.com. We have podcasts there. Also, I'm a regular guest on... Um, on the Gregory and Lisa Popcheck show, and also on uh, Breadbox Media and Real Life Radio, and so I'm a, I'm a guest in several radio networks. So they can they can hear me there too, and also they can go to our website, uh, our personal website that I do my work out of Theology Body. It's called Tabor Life, like Mount Tabor, where Christ is transfigured. TaborLife.org. TaborLife.org. I hope you've enjoyed this conversation with the dynamic and inspirational Father Thomas Loya. And if you'd like to hear more from Father Thomas, I invite you to register for the Journey of Hope Conference for Divorce Recovery, coming up August 4th through the 6th, 2017, here in beautiful Charleston, South Carolina. He will be a speaker at that event, and it's something you don't want to miss. You can find out more at journeyofhopeconference.com. And until next time, I'm Lisa Duffy with lisaduffy.com, and thank you for listening.